we were enslaved by Satan and his cause. And Satan put us into serious entanglement that we will never ever assume our true personhood in God. That is why God sent Jesus to come and liberate us. If you remember when we started, we read Isaiah chapter 61. And then the emphasis was made clear that the bondage that Satan has put us in is the reason why Jesus has been sent from heaven to set you and I free. So today, in continuation of our study of are you a victim or a victor, I want us to go to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. If you want to refresh your mind when you go home, don't forget, read Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1 to 4. But then I want us to go to look in continuation. That is victim or a victor. Part 2. Look for, we want to read from verse 16 through 21. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he opened the book, he found a place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. And recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today, note it, verse 21, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Say today. Today. This scripture scripture is fulfilled fulfilled in my life. life. There are two stages in the life of a Christian that you can find yourself. And the first stage is it shall come to pass. And the last stage is that and it came to pass. Somebody say amen. Amen. It shall come to pass is when the intentions of God are made clear or predicted or pronounced or prophesied. That is when you become the recipient of the mind of God. God says that I know the thoughts that I have for you. Thoughts of peace, not of evil. That I will give you a future and a hope. 
translation says, I will give you an expected end. Your end is expected. There is a future and there is a hope. Hope speaks of your future. The certainty of your future. Anytime we talk about hope, we're talking about that your future is all settled. It's guaranteed. And if there is any area in our lives that we want to know so much about, it is what is ahead of us. Because at least today it has come. But tomorrow, we don't have the slightest inkling of what tomorrow is going to bring. But if you get to know, you catch a glimpse of what the future of tomorrow is going to bring, you can face tomorrow without confidence, without assurance. Why? Because you know the one who holds tomorrow. You know the one who is bringing tomorrow. If you are here, shout hallelujah. So at a point in time, the covenant people were living under it shall come to pass. So they were anxious, they were waiting. Anytime that a word of prophecy come upon you, you become the responsibility rests on you to find out steps to take. If you take wrong steps, you'll be a casualty. Mm-hmm. Or you can be hijacked by circumstances or situations. Or demonic entities as I was talking to you last week. Your destiny is not something you come here to find. Your death, oh glory to God. Somebody shout and say hallelujah. Your destiny is what God, God gives you before you come here. That is why God always says before you were caught of life, I knew you. You were in existence in him. That is why I always tell people that you are not a product of chance. Can I say it again? You are not a product of chance. You are not a product of accident. You did not happen by chance. It doesn't matter the circumstances. Jesus was born in a very rough circumstances. Even to the point that, in fact, his, his, his stepfather wanted to quietly disgrace, put away Mary. Because this, there was a question mark over the conception. Oh, glory to God. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. So it doesn't matter. There may be situations and circumstances. You may have, but so, once it becomes a living entity and steps into planet Earth, it means that that person, that entity, that individual is a career of destiny. Amen. Say, I am a career. Shout yes. yes! Shout yes. yes! Have you seen people outside? I mean, anybody trying to rob a mad person before? Have you seen people attacking mad people? No. You receive attacks because you are special. Amen. 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 This is, I want to infuse, last week I was telling you, I want to infuse you so that you become Jesus centered. Jesus-centered. Jesus-centered. Not demon-centric. Jesus-centered. Not demon-centric. There's another gospel that is being preached. It happened at the inception when, 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 when there came the restoration and time of spiritual warfare. Yes, we are fighting. But, but it's being blown out of proportion. Is being blown out of proportion. What is being taught has no ability.
agreement with, with the doctrines of the Bible. Someone say amen. amen. When we talk about doctrines, we're talking about what the Bible teaches. Somebody say amen. amen. What the Bible teaches for us to live by. Amen. The first time we came, the, the Lord, the, the Spirit of God told me something, but I didn't say it. The next time said, there is a teaching ability upon your life. Amen. 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 There are some things God says it. I keep it, I sit on it. I want to wait till the right time, get to know the people before I will start unleashing. There's a teaching ability in you. Not, not it, 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 it can cut across even into a secular world. That's you. I, I won't be surprised that in the near future, I mean, you can become a professor. Yeah. Amen. Somebody say, Amen. amen. Hello. When I was laughing, I was thinking, if you don't do your PhD, I'll beat you. I'm telling you, because God, the pain God has given to you. Today, when I was laughing, the Lord will give your mind to you. And then, brilliant. And also, you preach combination. Amen. 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 need to get time in deliverance way for the two of you. But I'll arrange it. You, I mean, give me time a little bit. I'll arrange it. Yeah. And you, you will step into the fullness of what Jehovah has designed for you. God has something great. Somebody shout hallelujah. Say hey. Destiny. Your beloved shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say hey. That is why you got to agree with God for God to harness what is in you. And what is in you is coming out. God will pay grace. All you need to do is to know it, hone it on what you can. Develop it and punish it. That is your part of the deal. So you can live between two, I mean, extreme, I mean, uh, circumstances or situations. It shall come to pass and came to pass. Somebody say amen. amen. So the Israelites were living between, they were, they, they were in a period where they had received that a time will come that all their enemies, they will be liberated from their enemies. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hello. You all remember, I mean, as, as I prophesied a lot about the coming of the Messiah, before the devil shall conceive and give birth to a sign which I call the same Emmanuel. I mean, God, God will deal with us. And somebody say, Amen. And the increase of the government and peace, there shall be no end. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Oh, he was talking about, and we shall call him what? Emmanuel, meaning what? God with us. That means God will come and tabernacle upon us. So they were waiting. They were waiting. It was a prophetic. In those days, they were living physically and spiritually. Physically, it was about, I mean, being taken into bondage in Babylon. So they were waiting for liberation from Babylon, historically. Somebody say amen. amen. And then, in a messianic manner, they were also waiting for the coming of the Messiah. 
So they had a historical relevance and an eschatological relevance. Somebody say amen. But then in due course, as they were waiting, I think I mentioned it last, uh, about three weeks ago, that they, they had, because they were waiting, they were living between it shall come to pass. They have put a special chair for the Messiah that nobody sits on it. It was waiting for the Messiah. And now, while they were in the synagogue, one particular faithful Saturday, someone walks in and the person walks straight to this chair of the Messiah and he sits on it. So, and they know him because it was in Nazareth. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. He was a capital son. So they were like, This capital son. And somehow the attendant gave him. The book of Isaiah. And then he goes to Isaiah 61. Then he starts to quote. And note it. That is what we read. In Luke chapter 4, verse 16 to 21. The spirit of the Lord God is on me. Because God has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. As he proceeds, I mean, liberation to the captives and the and then as he proceeds, he comes to a place where he says that today this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. Meaning, from this time going, and as I have come, liberation has come to me. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. That is why the devil will try to steal. He said it. It doesn't come but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. What is the devil trying to steal? He's trying to steal your joy. He's trying to steal your identity and give you a false identity. So if you become a copycat, then you begin to assume the identity of other people. And because you are supposed to be a unique brand, Somebody shout and say hallelujah. hallelujah. You can't fit in because that is not your branding. It's my prayer that none of you will lose your true identity. That none of you will live as a carbon copy of other people or a copycat of other people. But rather you'll be authentic you. Authentic you in Christ. Authentic you in God. Say authentic me. In God. So, so, so when, when Billy Graham, I, I like at times quoting, I mean, uh, anyway, he's a Christian, so it's okay. I like quoting some of our own people so that we can do that. I mean, God is using our people who call their city and their nationality and Billy Graham, at a point in time in America, I mean, the Republicans approached it. Because he had become so much popular and the way God was using him. And they wanted him to become their presidential candidate. And he told them, like the Trump did, he, he told them, I let him pray. He went there and he came back to me a long time. And he said, He told them, Why do you want to demote me? Why do you want to demote me? And they, 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 they could not understand. He says, No. My destiny, God has given me to the world to preach his gospel to the ends of the world. The world is my parish. Why do you want to restrict me only to America? And this is what I want to infuse in you. You got to be the authentic you. That is why, you see, in the temptation story, 
The devil went to Jesus and tried to change the identity of Jesus. He asked Jesus, if you are the son of God, command these stones into bread. Remember, when Jesus was baptized and John the Baptist dipped him in the water, the heavens opened, isn't it? And then God spoke. The Holy Spirit descended like a dove upon Jesus. And then God spoke and God said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. In another translation, he said, this is my beloved son. Hear ye him. That everybody should listen to him. And now he goes into the wilderness to go and fast. Now the devil comes and now the devil says, if you are the son of God, command these stones into bread. It was warfare over the true identity of Jesus. Hello? If you lose your identity, you will never fulfill your purpose. And nobody can make you. I want to say it again. Stop trying to please people. Nobody can make you. God said, yes, we love people, we honor people, we respect people, but we don't become bootlickers. We don't become syncophants. Don't let anybody hijack you and try to control you like a puppet. You are not a puppet. That is witchcraft. That is what witchcraft means. When somebody who wants to impose his or her will on other people, it's witchcraft. Hello? Hello? No. So now the devil goes to him and the devil says, if you are, we all know three times, but Jesus conquered him by not doing what he was trying. He wanted Jesus to become a magical messiah. Turn these stones into bread. He said, no. I don't need to do magic for people to believe me. My God has said, I am the son of God. I have to fulfill my mission. I have to fulfill my destiny. For God to be honored. Because I came. The Bible says it is written in the volume of your book. I came to do your will, O God. To do your will. It is the will of God that matters. You follow God and see. You are a leader. Let God, God will put you in front. I put you in front, in front of my melody. You are all the minds. You are all the minds. I'll make room for two. You and I, Jesus. You are all the matters. You are all the matters. Please, please, in, in, in church, let Christ be your focus. Let Christ be your goal. Because he says, follow me and I will make you. The word follow me means learn of me. Know how I did my business and conduct yourself in the same manner. And I, God, will make you. God is the maker. All that we have to do is follow the full steps of Jesus. So after Jesus did not kowtow to the whim of the devil. Do you want to move backwards, babe? 
You okay? That sounds too much. Hey. When when he didn't count out, you know what happened. Now he comes straight into the synagogue, and as he comes into the synagogue, it is time to fulfill destiny. Somebody say Amen. Amen. Are you a victim or a victor? Oh my, me Amen. So now Jesus goes into the temple and now they give him the scroll and he opens to Isaiah chapter 61 and then he reads portions of it and then he finishes in Luke 4 21. I'm saying that today this scripture is fulfilled. That means it has come to pass. Somebody say amen. Amen. And then he enumerates what he is here to do. And that affirms that we are not supposed to be victims because the oppressed are going to receive liberty. The bound will know freedom. And then he highlighted on this is the acceptable year of the Lord. Say acceptable year. It's an acceptable year of the Lord. If you go back and you read Isaiah, as he was quoting, after acceptable year of the Lord, there is another scripture that Jesus did not. And then the day of vengeance. The day of vengeance speaks about the judgment that is to come. But in Jesus' first coming, he did not come to judge the world. He came to embrace the world. So he let the Bible is the Bible is an interpreter of itself. Somebody say amen. amen. So he left that out and then he finished on the acceptable year of the Lord. Let me talk to you a little bit about the acceptable. Historically, the acceptable year of the Lord was known as the year of favor or the year of jubilee. Say the year of jubilee. The year of jubilee. Which was celebrated in the lives of the Israelites, the covenant people, that in every seven years, in every the seventh year, all people that are in bondage, that means those who are slaves, or those who are owning people, or those who are borrowed, they set them free and write off their debt. Every seven year. And every seventh year, they don't they were not supposed to farm. And God Himself will feed them. That is the acceptable year of the Lord. Somebody say Amen. Amen. Hello. Or the year of what? Jubilee. It was the Jubilee that they were not observing it properly for a long time. And God decided to let them go into captivity to pay for it so that the land will rest. Somebody say Amen. It's the same as tithing. Because they were supposed to tithe and land back to him. So if you were in bed tight and you don't give it to God, then the devourer will come. You see that unnecessary things will come. Your money will go just like that. I see. My money has been. I thought it was good. But how come that? It's, it's gone. I can't even compute it. So if you're a Christian, please. Don't let the devourer eat you. 
God will supernaturally take care of you. So he says, give me the tent and see. He says, give it to me and see. That is the only place in the Bible that God says we should challenge him. Everywhere, testing God is a sin. But when it comes to fighting, he intentionally puts a promise and a challenge. So they, they were supposed to leave the land to go follow. Somebody say, I'm a one whole year. And then God will take care of them. But they will set those who understood it, they will set people free and still and that kind of thing. And then they will do it partially. And then God said, okay, then I'll take you into bondage and leave my land to honor me. So they were there for 70 years. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. And then God brought them back. Hello? It was 490 years that they did not observe it. If you divide it by seven, it becomes 70. So they had to go into one for 70 years in Babylon so that the tithe of the land, God will take his tithe. Hello? And that is the devourer. So now Jesus comes in and Jesus reached and Jesus said, the acceptable year of the Lord, the year of Jubilee. So from Jesus' time, but no Christian should be at the bondage. But notice, it doesn't happen automatically. The devil, he comes to steal. So he will try to harass you. He will try to torment you. He will try to use witches in your family. He will try to use, I mean, bad people that you come into contact with to manipulate you, to put bondage and harassment. And at times, even if you are not careful, you can get friends. A friend who try to intimidate you that when you see the friend, you are not happy. They want to control you. Tell you what to wear, tell you what to eat. That is demonic. Every individual is unless it's something that will enhance you towards your destiny. Amen. I need a better thing. Amen. Someone shout and say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't come under the spell of any individual. Don't know. You are free. If the Son of God shall set you free, you shall be free indeed. Amen. This is the acceptable year of the Lord. From Jesus' time, we are no more. We are spiritual covenant people. So when he declared it, it's continuous until he comes to change the time. Oh, I was bringing them out. But still, I was respecting them. 
and they were calling the same back to me. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Don't come under the spell of any individual. There are some people they have rebellion in them. But the Bible says rebellion is what And yet they want to come in There are some people when you get close and you become friends with them, your nature can change. Maintain your humble demeanor and let God lift you up in due course. He says the proud he will resist. But the humble he will lift up. Amen. Amen. He himself 